gentlemen good morning good morning happy thursday morning. everybody yes bol family in the house in the house all right uh so i'm i'm gonna apologize to my bol family i keep slipping with my text service <laughs> like when i do my topic <laughs> i had everything i usually try to do it all in one swoop so i don't forget text lw into 84576 so you can stay on the communication. Um, so if you have the text, so you're like, where the notification? I'm sending it out now. So <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> so I appreciate you guys for being here. Another edition. Uh, again, we are discussing, um, do we prepare for the, the cracks in our life? You know, when things happen, when things break down. Um, and I'm, I'm shout out Thomas because he was, he kind of took it a step further. Stuff I didn't really think about. Um, because we always talk about like the, the mental health crisis part of it. Like I'm, I'm going through this process of things happening. So somebody's watching, you know, but in an instant, you know, you could lose things and you can spiral within hours, you know, within minutes, you know, when, when your life is like in a great state and things go wrong, accidents happen, you know, you get laid off. You know, uh, somebody sues you, <laughs> like for all you know, like a royalty. Like this is the money, the amount of all the money is coming from this space, and somebody's suing me, and now this source is not available because I'm being sued. You know, people have had YouTube channels, you know, and got copyright strikes and lose their channel, having hundreds of thousands of views, and now it's gone. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, you know, now I got to rebuild this thing that probably took years to do and establish now these people have to find me again um so but what happens and i and i know people are like well you just but if this is my life my big house <laughs> is leaning on this youtube channel my cars my wife's luxuries you know we about to take this extravagant vacation that now we're thinking like can we get a refund <laughs> you know <laughs> so what happens what happens when things just kind of not go the right way you know and, and, and think about those brokers on wall street right right yeah. exactly exactly um let me get my brothers in here mr reparations in the building good morning good morning yo good morning and we have hold on it looked like he froze hold on I'm trying to give him a minute i think you might be catching up aka <laughs> q-tip Q-tip in the building um all right, he might be having some technical issues. We're gonna give him a second, get himself together. Um, so today we're talking about, you know, do you have a circle of folks to call, lean on, you know, when the cracks happen? And will you call or lean on? Because we could have a safety net, but are you falling into that space, or are you just gonna? I'm, I, I'm good. I don't, I'm good. <laughs> you know, you're trying to, I'm good your way out of it, knowing it's not, it's not good. You know, knowing you're not in a good space. Um, especially like, and I probably, probably talked about this before. If you are the, the, the Superman of a lot of people, you know, you're the one everybody goes to, you know, do you have someone that you can go to? Cause people are like, yeah, I got people around me, but you're always, saving everyone else is there someone that can come in and save you you know and and one more thing then we're gonna i'm gonna toss it out there sometimes they're there but do we utilize them you know they're there but do we utilize them um all right so i got dr thomas i'm gonna just call it out there dr thomas cotton in the building uh <laughs> Got Mr. Reparation, aka E from Terrell, and as always, Pastor Brian, a growing senior in the building. All right, so we're gonna dig into this conversation. Uh, do we prepare for the cracks in life? Um, anyone can feel free to jump in the cracks in our life. You know, if things go wrong, things don't go the way we anticipate. Do you have someone you can call on and say, man? 
I don't, you know, because I had the preference of I don't need money, but I've just got to vent. You know, like I just lost it all. <laughs> like, and and I'm just ho- trying to hold on and think clear. You have someone like it just just everything bad. Could you is there someone that you could feel like do you feel comfortable reaching out? That's a big one. Do you feel comfortable reaching out and exposing yourself like that? You know, I'll kick jump in. Um, when we start thinking about this topic about having someone around, um, a lot of times we don't recognize that we're in a in a crisis where we need people around because this is just my life. Sometimes, you know, I've, I get around a lot of people um, who this is just my life. This is the way it is, and I really I need people to talk to, but I don't need you to fix me. I'm going to fix myself, yeah. and a lot of times that's where. Um, uh, we kind of push away the help that would be there. Um, you know, even you think about when, you know, someone who's heading down the wrong path and you got this person in your ear saying, young man, if you keep doing this, you're going to end up here. Young man, right. if you keep doing this, you're going to end up here. Right. The the young man don't really care about what you have to say because you're trying to fix me. I'm, I'm trying to fix myself and you ain't helping me. So, um, so I don't really have to want to hear what you say. And then they end up in that space if they don't, you know, that the, the other person was telling. So that's sometimes when we start thinking about mental health and when we start thinking about having someone around that we can talk to, we're not trying to find someone to fix us at times, but it's not about fixing. That's where we have to get out of that mindset. It's not about fixing. It's about having someone that can really impart life to us in those moments. Because, you know, when we're going down um, spiraling in a situation, we want to have people we can trust that, can help us, you know, get out of that spiral to help us to, to, to move to the next level, to the next point, to get a breath. Um, I remember years ago when I broke my leg, um, I was miserable and everybody would tell me, you know, just be strong. It's going to get better. Just be strong. It's going to be better. I'm praying for you. It's going to get better. Right. And I remember just going, but that's not helping me right now. <laughs> how'd you break and, it? <laughs> how, how'd you how'd was, you break it? I, I was going up on a 360 dunk on some dude, and he didn't. I'm just kidding. I wish it was that that beautiful, but um, I uh, it looks like it's breaking up. Um, hold on a second. Let's catch oh, up. Are we, we breaking up? We okay. There we we hear you. You're so, good. It's gonna be a minute. Okay. I was I was jumping up and to catch a ball and just came down. And I was playing hoop. Jumped up to catch a, a pass, and that pass, I came down, and my legs stopped, and the rest of me didn't. And so, do you feel like it was your fault? Uh, no, I just feel like why, you know, in this situation, it's one of those things about why, um, why do these things kind of continue to happen to me? Mm. you know it's like why do i why do i have to keep going through stuff like i ain't doing nothing but playing hoop and trying to keep in shape you know um as much good as i do why do bad things keep happening to me you know and so it's one of those things where when we start getting into these things it's like the frustrations of life are hard and when we start thinking about how hard life can be, because all of us have gone through it, having people that we can lean on in those moments to not fall through the cracks is very important. Having a foundation before a crisis happens is important. A lot of times, you know, we think everything is all good and we're pushing that face of this is all good. It's all great. It's all gravy. But the reality is there's, there's a lot of things happening in the background. And if we're not prepared when the, right. the storm happens, right. then that perfect storm can drive us to a, pl- a point of, of breaking. Yeah. Right. Right. It's good. That's good. That's good. Um, Jeff said something good. He said, uh, I really don't usually, for some reason, I always I try, well, I guess, as for help, I always try to handle stuff myself. I don't want to be a pain to anybody. Yes, sir. <sighs> How do we how do we shift out of that mindset? And and do you guys feel the same? Like 
I have a hard time reaching out because I feel like I'm just inconveniencing somebody else's life. Yeah, I absolutely do. And then and then it makes me feel like I got to justify this inconvenience. And it's hard for me to go to McCory and say, I'm about to in- inconvenience your day. And uh, I want you to know it's all my fault. You know, uh, they had some bean stocks. I heard a lot about growth and giants, and I took a chance. And um, I fell for the okie doke. Right. And I need you to bail me out. Would you please uh, pause from your wife, your family, your kids, and your bills for a quick second and uh, wow. come bail me out again? Right. Uh, you know, so it, that's how it comes off. And um, it makes it hard to go to people when you, you know, so like if there was a, a wrongful death, a bad uh, shooting, um, whatever, we stormed the Capitol. You know, everybody, I don't care if you're man or, or female, you know how it feels when you're in the right. And you feel emboldened. You can't wait to get to work. You can't wait to call, pick up the phone, whatever the case may be. When you are all the way right, you 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 know you ready. But when right. you wrong, right. you know when you were drunk behind the wheel, when you was late to work, mm-hmm. when uh, you did have the pistol on you, but you didn't have uh, the, the the certification, it wasn't registered. You don't got your license. You you act a little different, and that's how it is, man. It, it's it's not often that I'm gonna come to you for help. Right when uh when i'm all the way right you feel me so it's usually i need the most help when i done messed up and i'm in right. a hole right and it's a little hard to come to people and say because i got if i come to you for help i gotta leave you a space to ask me what happened and that's right. the part i really wish you would leave out you know so, <laughs> so it, it makes it hard man this ain't this ain't easy stuff you know yeah. and it becomes to the point where suffering dealing with this thing or handling it myself becomes the better option in my head mm-hmm. um then coming to you telling you uh, i know i was on my grown man stuff but uh yeah i done messed up you know bail me out please friend it's just a hard mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. wow that's that's you know that that the your fault thing is does make it more challenging because i think about if a natural disaster happens it's mm-hmm. easier to just say, man, yeah. y'all saw that hurricane come through and just rip my whole yeah. life apart. <laughs> like, we, we blame it on I, God. It's an act I, of yeah, God. I ain't had nothing to do with that. So I just, I need yeah. a little assistance, you know, in this yeah. situation because I had no control of it. You know, like, yeah. I think it's easier to reach out. But when that hurricane is my 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 decisions, is like. Yeah. <laughs> like but that that also comes to the point of having that right circle in place where they know you they know that you you're a hurricane in a sense um, <laughs> but they love you anyway um, you know they they got your back one way or the other it's not you know and so <clears throat> there's a saying that that I heard growing up you're lucky to have one good friend in a lifetime right and they that used to be kicked around so much. You're lucky to have one good friend in a lifetime. You know, I'm I'm very fortunate. I have a lot of good friends, not just surface level friends, deep friends. And they know the ins and outs, the good, the bad, and they that's what makes our friendship so so deep. Because have I know they, theirs, they, they know mine. They've we've been tried and true, tested. Right. And and but you don't go to everybody with everything. You know which friends you have that you can go to that can meet this this need. Um, I have one of my friends. He he always checks in with me because I'm usually that one person that's always helping other people. Right. And so he's the one that's that's calling me on my mess. You know, right. calling me in my space. And right. and whenever something's going on in my life, he's asking me what part do I play in. He, right. You know, most all my friends do that part. Right. What part do you play in this? They always get me back to center um, because it's not always someone else's fault. Right. It is, right. you know, what part do you play with it? And, and even if you don't think you've done anything, go deeper because there's right. something that you can start to see. Right. True. Um, Reese had a good point. What's up, Reese? Good morning, man. So Reese, uh, he asked, <clears throat> uh, what is the point of asking what happened? Is that the condition of the help? So it's funny. I'll uh, I thought about when I was reading that question, I was like, if Reese, you call me, I come to the crib, and the whole the space is like destroyed, <laughs> you know, like just 
broken stuff is just looking crazy like yo man can you help me to clean up or pack up you know and i'm walking through a mess and it's like i'm not even gonna ask right now let's just do it <laughs> let's do it i'm a, i'm gonna ask you later because <laughs> i can't i'm not gonna sit there and act like i don't want to know <laughs> i want to know but you know i don't think it's a condition per it's se a, it, it's, it's it's something you got to be open for though that that be right. honest with you it's fair yeah it's fair it's not a condition that I'm about help. to inconvenience you. Right. I need you. To, I got in a, we were in a car in college one time and we got pulled. We went to go get some McDonald's. You know how hungry college kids is. Uh, we got in this car riding. It's all good. Get pulled over by the police. Right. right. The the automatic confession that started coming out of my boy's <laughs> mouth. But I bro, my transmission don't work. I ain't got my license. I'm like, wait a minute. I should have known this before I got in the car. <laughs> it was old to me. Because help rolling with you, because we were paying for McDonald's. It was a fair trade. You got the car, we got the money. Let's go. Right. Helping you out, you helping us out. You have put me in a spot, right? And I needed to know that I signed up for this. It's right. a fair question, man. Yeah. It's just, it's just tough to hear, right? And and, and some uh, McCord might say, man, I can't help you if I don't know what's going. He no, he's literally said that. He said, I can't help you if I don't know what we're talking about. You know, right. so That's so true. That's it, true. it's just something. That I hope that the helper would discern and say, I'm not going to ask right now. Or, no, nah, I need to ask. It's all, it, but, it, but if I come to you for help, I have to be willing. That, that it's, it's, it's a legit question. It's fair. Yeah. True indeed. Um, what about the side where if, if you don't say anything about what it is, can you really get the help you need? Like if you're I only giving partial information. I don't want if you only have partial information, but you want me to help you. Yeah, like okay you need a thousand dollars and you're not telling me i need a thousand dollars you right. you're talking to me out and i give you i give you 20. i can't really help you because you didn't tell me you needed a thousand you know it, it's okay. kind of yeah okay. there there's this idea of when oh, sometimes the help you need right. there has to be some transparency there has to be enough mm -hmm. trust in the person that you're talking to to be transparent with also right to yeah. get the kind of that, help that, that you need that yeah. right there Right. That right there, having, you know, you go to someone and you're asking them to, to make a sacrifice, to give of themselves. Right. And, and you don't trust them enough to share with them what the real need is, where you're really coming from. Right. And right. The, the issue is not with that. This is one of my mantras that I use is I'll always do what I can, but I won't do what I can't. Right. Mm -hmm. right. right. And if your story isn't complete then it incapacitates my ability to help you effectively. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's important to understand how we got here. Right. So that you being here today is not repeated a month from now, six right. months from now. Right. How can we yeah. improve? And and that's a hard lesson. Yeah. And look, man, can you just help me or not? <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I ain't asking all of that. I'm just asking, hey, can you can you kick me down or not? Can you listen, you, you know, and, and that's when I, when I, like, well, evidently you came to the wrong person asking. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Like, don't don't get an attitude. Like, anybody out there listening, if you're passing by this YouTube broadcast, you ask for help. Don't give me attitude. Don't give me. Are you gonna help me or not? Right. <laughs> like, well, like, no. How can I be your brother if I'm not in your business? Right. And you if can't you can't be. trust me enough, if but you I get what you think, but you can't can be, you know. <laughs> if you can't trust me enough to tell me what's going on, you can't trust my information to help you out of it either. Right. Or my okay, okay. So what's your discernment well, yeah. piece? What, what what does your part come in to say? I might leave this part. I'm gonna leave that part alone. You if well, you, you see your I don't need all you your business. No. So okay. I, I work with people all the time who are who are justice involved. They have criminal records. I don't need to know your criminal whole history and what you've done and how your case went and all this other stuff. But I do need to know how, how am I going to help you? If you have certain crimes, then I, eventually I'm going to need you to divulge those crimes to me because if I'm trying to get you a job or a place to stay or something else, and you have a certain crime that doesn't allow you to be within a few hundred feet of a school, and you don't tell that to me and I get right. you a place, my resources ain't going to help you. So right. I, I don't need, there is a point of discernment that I, I know you need help. I know right. that I'm here for you. I know I have wisdom for you, yeah. but 
will my help be specific to your need? I can't right. discern everything. You have to tell me something. Yeah, tell me something. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's good. That's good. Um, Reese has some great points. He said, uh, one, he said, if I'm, I'm an unconditional type of guy, if I can help you, I will. I don't need to know what happened. Uh, but he just said, he said, I just had a friend ask for money for his car insurance. Meanwhile, he is on his way to the World Cup. <laughs> That's a tough one. That, but I mean, he might have tickets. And no, that is happen. tough. Like, like you, you gotta, you like. Okay, when you come for the help, you gotta let it go. Just right. like I gotta come in and let my pride go to ask for the help. Right. When you release your help, your resources, your cash, your advice, whatever. You gotta let it go, man. You can't be counting my pockets. You know what I'm saying? All the way to work. It's, it's, but but you, you okay, and you see, but that's what I'm saying. See how tough this is? You feel what I'm saying? And like I might have the World Cup. I want to go see them play next week. I already know that's coming. And that ticket's already paid for. Right. I know you paid how for like it's a year ago. Like I year know ago. what it looked like. I got you the room for. booked. The right. only thing I didn't buy is my jersey. But yeah. I gotta go to you because I'm in a current situation. Right. And right to hear now. you say, but ain't you going to the World Cup? <laughs> it's going to mess with me. Like, bro, like, I, like, and now I got to sit and explain how I plan out events for six months. Like, it's, it's a tough situation, man. It's a tough. But that's, that's why, you know, I, I love the scripture that teaches us to know them that which labor, labor among us, right? Yeah. Because you have an opportunity to look at your relationship with that individual, look at their life, you know, and, and make a determination. You know, if you find that they're going to the World Cup, and they have a history of saying one thing and actually doing something else. Okay. Then you can get okay. on it. Okay. But in a situation like that, the reality is, man, you find yourself in a little tight spot. I get it. Can I help or not? That's the right. question. Right. And right. if I'm able to do it, doesn't matter to me that you're going to the World Cup. Right. You know, right. I think get on you probably because I'm envious of the fact yeah. that you're going. Right. And I help you get to the World Cup. Why not? Why? Where get tickets from? Yeah. And so I think it's relative. It just depends on the situation because what you said uh, rings so true. Also, Thomas, when you talk about, you know, a deeper issue, you know, you asked me for, can you borrow a hundred dollars? And, and I find out later, Oh, you have a gambling problem. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. You know what you I mean? Like yeah. those two don't go together very well. Right. I, I'm not going to help you because uh, in a situation where you're not being responsible. Right. Wow. Right. So let me help you get out of your own way in, right. in, in, in situation. And, and here's the thing, you know, we all know why it happens. Right. What's the what's the immediate feeling when you're in a real struggle? Right. The most the most common feeling is you feel alone. Right. You do. You do. Right. You, then there's a feeling of desperation. Then there's a feeling of embarrassment. There's a feeling oh, of yeah. shame. And you don't want to expose those things to people. Absolutely. You don't want people to, there. I tell people there's certain things I don't even want to know. I don't want to yeah. process it in my mind. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Like I've learned to 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 be careful. Like when somebody get wait, 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 hold on, hold on, stop, wait, wait. I don't even need to know anymore. I feel yeah. you. I got you. I understand. Let me see what we can do here. Yeah. You know, uh, because there it may be an area where I can't help you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can help you over here, but I can't help you with that. So let me do the part that I can do, and I don't even want to process that. But together, we can find a resource. Yeah. Where you can go into that level of detail, yeah, because you don't. There's certain things you don't even want to know. I yeah. Guard the ear gate. Too much information. Too much information. Too much yeah. information that can happen. Hey, good morning, uh, Philip. Good and, morning, and you have to care enough about the individual right. and your perception of that individual to not damage right. your perception of that individual because of mistake because of a mistake that means. So that requires self examination. But I'm saying these are the emotions that people go through, and this is why it's so hard yeah. to share. <clears throat> Uh, your struggle with people sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the, there's a thing you said, Pastor, about, you know, being able to provide the help. Can you provide the help to a person? Um, and, you know, and sometimes we have to check ourselves to find out, you know, are we really the type that joyfully wants to help people or are we just doing it because we have excess, right? Sometimes it might stretch us. Sometimes we have to, in this World Cup situation, think about the other person. This is a one once in a lifetime thing, possibly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, can, can we support that person in their once in a lifetime endeavor? 
Right. You know, every every situation is different. We can't bring this general generality to every situation. Right. Yeah, right. We have right. to be able to understand each and every situation as being yeah. different because um, I often say that my history and the things that I've been through would break anybody. Um, and but I can't compare what I've been through and the strength that I've shown in those moments to somebody who may have had their bike stolen and lost all their their yeah. marbles. You know, it's big, it's big trauma. To yeah, trauma impacts people different, just like situations impact people different. So right. this person may have been dreaming about this World Cup situation. Right. And right. they may be willing, they're going to pay you back. They just need a little, you know, can you float me something until, you know, I, I recover from all right. this 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 foolishness I just spent, right? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and I remember back in the day, there was a friend of mine did a lot of things, good things for me. And he had a drug problem. I didn't know it at the time. Gotcha. And he asked me to borrow a hundred dollars. He's like, yeah, I'm a, can you borrow a hundred dollars? I'm gonna give it back to you because it was him. I was like here, but, and I used to have the saying and I had to change because I, I used to allow things to impact me to where I held a grudge, but I used to say, you know, well, it only cost me a hundred dollars to get you out of my life, you know? Um, but the reality is that $100 showed me that this person had an issue that was deeper than, than most people go through and that he had challenges in his life. And he didn't want to be in these challenges, but these challenges were wrecking his life. So it gave me a different perspective of how to right. support and help him. That $100 is what it costs to really see some of the deeper issues that people have and come alongside them and support them. Because if we're really talking about seeing people overcome a lot of the, the barriers and challenges and able to, um, they're able to really excel in life, then we have to take these moments to help them excel and quit trying to tear them down because they make a bad decision or they misuse some resources that we might have given Indeed. them. Uh, Jeff says, and I, I'm gonna put a re uh, question. He says, for some reason, it always feels better for me to help someone before they ask rather than when someone asks first. Makes sense. Oh, um, so. <laughs> Okay, how long is too long to wait for getting paid back? You ain't getting that money back. Really. Look, it, it was said earlier when you re, when you release those resources, release <laughs> they're released. Oh. Hey, Jeff, Jeff says Jeff says you have to dial nine three three. Can even if you watch it. If you watch it, it can even up. Y'all. And a wise man taught me this about 20 years ago. This was a person in the church because he was talking about in the church. He said, don't don't loan people money in the church because it ruins relationships. Yeah. Right. And he said, when you're giving something to someone, to I think that's the point. We're going to say this. I'm going to say the same thing you just said. Don't give it looking for it back right even the bible says don't give out of uh necessity or want right you don't give looking for it back you give hoping to have an impact to, to help to fill a need right. and it comes back wonderful but if you give looking for it then you've given out of necessity or out of want <laughs> wait a minute he said I knew I was gonna get that answer. You all clearly borrowed money. <laughs> that, yeah, that what you got out of that? I had to pay it back. That's, that's what that's, you heard. That's what he got. Yeah, that's what he all right, all right, Reese. Reese all right, half empty or half full, huh? <laughs> Reese want that money back. What is? Is there a such thing as too much help? Is there like limits to your help? Yeah, it, because it's, I don't. Yeah, it, it, again, it goes back. I think Thomas said it earlier. It's all relative to the situation, right? Uh, how critical is the situation? Is is this? You know, you have to check the ground. You know, the Bible talks about seed, time, and harvest, right? Mm -hmm. Which means you have to check the soil that you're right. seeding into. And if the soil is foul, you know, there's no, there's nothing coming back. You, you cast the the Bible talks about where to sow a seed some sowed amongst thorny grounds you know on stony ground some uh sowed amongst the thorns you know right. you have to consider the ground and yeah. that's important 
or else there's going to be soiled feelings, no pun intended, later. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, you just. But but can we not associate this conversation just with financial? No. Stuff? Yeah, I know we need to expand this some. Right. It, yeah, it, because, it, but right. when it comes to the tension, it's often that I'm not as tense if I need to borrow your car for a second. Mm. You know I'm gonna return that. If I don't, it's stealing. The tension comes with the cash, right? Because we're all but, sensitive about our money, right? Yes, I, I got it yeah. because we all still trying to get it. Yeah, yeah, right. and yeah. that's what makes it hard because I, I know you need it. <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah. right, and and you know what's what's so amazing to me is that's why we struggle so much. Say more because yeah. we spend so much time on stuff, right. and we don't spend enough time on emotion, getting right. right. You know, if if your if your head ain't right, your money ain't gonna be right. Right, mm-hmm. but but that's not always as clear as 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 help. It's kind of right. like what you said Which earlier. Is why like, we have to learn how to talk. Right which is why this conversation is important. It's important to understand that when I'm stressed, the last thing I want to be trying to do is manage my budget. And if my budget is causing me stress, where did I miss the mark? A lot of our trauma, it's a lot of the trauma is the cause for mismanagement of our lives. Absolutely. Dr. Cotton, (laughs) please. Explain what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when we start talking about mismanagement of life, you know, there's there's a lot of opportunities that we have, and it comes down to the way we to engage from that process of of what we know and not really allowing other people to share information with us. When I think about the mismanagements of my life, you know, right. I, I ended up in in spaces and places that I definitely should never made it out of. Right. And uh, whether I would be dead or in prison for the rest of my life, I was very, by the grace of God, I'm given another opportunity to manage life. Right. But how you manage life doesn't start from the point of everything I know, because everything I know led me to one point. It starts from finding people who I can trust, who are imparting things to my life. And I believe them more than I believe what I myself at that point, because um, that's one of the things that allowed me to make the shifts and change in my life is that I believe other people more than I believe myself because I saw my actions and what the outcomes were for my actions. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times what we don't do is we don't find the ability to allow people into our life in that space. We, we have this thing. I, I tell, say it all the time. You heard me on the show. Trust is a cuss word. And mm-hmm. so it's hard for people to trust and, you know, when you say, trust me, it's like, why are you cussing at me like that? You know, yeah. um, but the reality is, I've said this on the show also, I trust everybody first. Right. Right. And the reason why is because if I put the trust out there, number one, I get to see your true colors quicker. Right. You're, you're going to respond to my trust in a way where you're either going to try to use me, misuse me or or really honor it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second of all. What, what you do, I can trust you're either going to do me right or you're going to do me wrong. So there's right. trust in every situation. But, you know, when we start thinking about the people that that are going through these crises and, right. Right. you know, how much help do we give? We give enough help to get out of the situation in the moment. We're not yeah. worried about, you know, the long term. We give them help in the moment. Right. And then if they continue to come back, we know there's a deep, deeper issue. Right. And so the, the way we help and support changes at that moment, we change the way we give because I'm not going to handicap you to think that this is just the way life is. Yeah. I'm going to empower you to do the things that are necessary. I'm going to I'm going to support you in resources. I'm going to support you in love and care and and a genuine you know opportunity. But you have to be in the right mindset to take advantage of those those resources in the right way. Otherwise, you're going to just drain the resource and you know the people that are they're coming after you don't get the proper help nah, circle, and so back we have to quick. circle back for me with the yeah. whole trust thing how has that how is that working out trusting people first uh it's it's works better than not trusting um i've done both right. of them in my life 
and not trusting got me to a point where I thought everybody was against me, even my own family. And, and it, it gets to the point where you, you look at everybody as an enemy versus an, mm. an ally or, right. or somebody who can potentially give you, um, you know, a new opportunity, open up doors for you. I, I'll say this, like there are times where people will come in and misuse that trust and right. they will, they will try to, they'll try to get as much as they can out of you. Right. But the reality is if you trust with your eyes open, you get to see it faster. You get yeah. to understand that that this person is this type of person. When we talk right. about discernment, I think you cannot discern well without having some type of trusting element to it. Um, so you have to be able to trust yeah. instinct. You got to trust your ability to overcome whatever comes at you. Um, like, you know, things are going to hurt in life, but, you know, every hurt that we've been through, we've been able to work through. And so um, we don't have to worry about like whether or not this is going to, take me out or be to the detriment of my health. I don't think, you know, someone comes and says, Hey, you know, I need all the money you have. I'm not going to give them all the money. You know, there's this, this limitation that you also put, but you also have to be able to, to learn and and understand. One of my best friends um, became that almost immediately 22 years ago. He and I met at church. He turned around, introduced himself. um, And from that moment on, it's been on ever since. And he's, he's every time I would, you know, ask him something or do something that's just to see how trustworthy he is. It wasn't that I was testing him, but it's just the things that come up in life. Um, I, I would talk to him about it. His responses would be trust. They would be trustworthy responses. And not only that, you get to see the actions behind it because people will tell you one thing, but they can't follow the actions. Right. And so if I'm trusting that this is what you say out of your mouth, this is who you are, this is what you're going to be, then I'm going to trust you and the actions have to align. Because if they don't align, then that helps me to to see that, wait a minute, you say this, but you're really this person. But couldn't couldn't distrust be to your advantage? Couldn't distrust be a, a form of survival? I'm sorry, it was breaking up. I'm in this. Uh, I'm at the mercy of this bad internet. So sorry about that. I'm not at no, my no, regular no. internet. Say that again. Couldn't distrust be a form of survival? Couldn't it be to your advantage to distrust? Distrust. Yeah, it could be a form of survival. Can it be to your? It advantage? is a form of survival. Okay. But where do we learn distrust? Like, think about right. the times where, like, for me personally, I'll tell you why I'm this way. It's not that that I just had this epiphany that's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. Everything that I used to do in my old lifestyle led me to prison. It mm-hmm. led me to so many other things. And a big part of that, that mindset was trust no one. Right. And, and a B can't be trusted. And this person right. can't be trusted. That can't be trusted. And this right. can't be trusted. And you don't trust this and you can't trust this. Well, I, I, did that to the detriment of my health. So for me, it was just as simple as if all these attitudes and mindsets and, and things that I was doing led me to this point in my life, then let me, you know, I was 22 years old uh, when I, when that happened, I was like, you know, let me give myself 22 years doing things different. Let me see what the contrast is. Right. And, and then I can clearly say whether or not one way is better than so if I didn't get my, I gave myself the same amount of time doing things a different way as doing things another way. And after the second 22 years, my life was way better. There was, there was, there's not a place in my life that's not better. Right. And, and so for me, it was just, it was, it was survival in the sense of I had to trust to survive. Right. Right. Not distrust I, I, to survive. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, just to come into a room being open, you know, willing, like everybody's cool unless they prove otherwise, you know, you're mindful of, of actions and character. And I think when people are honest about that character, you know, like, like, Hey, you, you said you're going to come through a lot. Yeah. I'm gonna come through. I'm just let you know, I'm late a lot, <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm a person that's late. I'm always late. So I'm working on it. I'm trying. I'm just letting you know, up front, like my flaw is I'm late. You know, when people are honest about themselves and 
you can still trust them. Like they come late, you're like, well, he did tell me gonna be late. Like I can't be mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know you're gonna mm-hmm. be two hours late, but like, it's just having. I think it's an open honesty about who who you're dealing with. You know, like I, I struggle with this. Like when we when it's coming to put money in the group pot, I struggle with it. You know, like okay, so if the conversation comes up, I can't get mad because. I know who they are and I know what to include them in. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I, I think it's that transparency more than just, you know, being perfect, if that makes sense. You know, we, we the trust is you say who you are, that's who you are. You understand what I'm saying? Like the good, bad, and the ugly. You know, right. I can, it's it's on time, right? He said on time is late, right, right. But um, it's understanding who they are. Like someone's not, selling you a bill of goods that they're not you know yeah man i got this i do this and they don't they don't have it they don't come through you know like that you you lose the, the trust drops but it's like this is what i got this is where i'm at you know this is what i can contribute you know no more no less maybe a little more <laughs> but more or less you know like so it's just i think it's the honesty that that matters of who you are and like I said, Thomas, and I'm working on it as well, uh, Ephraim. I ain't like perfect, but I try to go in handshaking. Oh man, you seem cool. You know, some people look like, okay, he look a little shady, but maybe he's just that chill in the back, kind of watching everybody, you know, kind of person. But I'm gonna I'm put it out there. You understand what I'm saying? Um, unless, like you said, that discernment, like, mm, okay, I'll be mindful. Not that I won't right. connect with him because I am like a firm believer, like, and, and pastors talked about it before, you know, just I don't want to, especially in this season, I don't want to cut anybody off. I don't really want to cut somebody off. I might limit because of maybe character, maybe something. I can't bring you everywhere. Like, yo, the way you operate, <laughs> like, I can't, I can't bring you in every circle. But you're cool. You have value. Me and you talk, you know, things like that. I'm, I'm not, if it's to a cutoff, it's because of disrespect or you just stole something <laughs> like you know stealing is just like oh i can't just let that ride you know um so i think the trust it just takes nah. it just takes work i, I applaud y'all that, that's not how i move <laughs> I, I i'm seeking to minimize risk at all costs but, <laughs> but for what, I, what, I hear what y'all saying though but like i i, I hear so, you. go ahead go ahead Tom. You, you go ahead and, well you, think about this so like if we're talking about you know, falling through the cracks and and how many people, you know, we, we started off with DJ Twitch and the situation he was going through. There there comes a point where we have to be able to be available for people. And if we are we have this distrusting attitude, then people are not going to want to come to us. You know, they're, they're going to be able to discern that also that that like I can't really come to you when I'm in my crisis, because all you're going to do is say, you know, praying for your brother. Talk to you later. You know, um, when there's there's really a deeper, um, deeper need that's there. And also we got to trust, you know, when we when we have this distrust about others, we also somewhere in the back of my, in my opinion, this is pure opinion of myself. We also have this distrust of ourselves in a certain way, because the more trust I have for others, I trust myself in a certain way. But I also trust this. That if someone comes to me with a need and I'm moved to make, meet that need, I have to trust that the that everything is going to be there in place to meet this other person's need as well as mine. I got to trust that all the work I put in for this money that I have right here, that I'm alone to this person, uh, that's a part of my life that I put in for this money, right? Yeah. I got to trust that I'm going to make that up somewhere. You know, yep. it's not going to be something. And, and I don't like loaning money a lot. And that's not the biggest thing that I do. But giving of your life also, my time is very important. That means I'm going to, you know, someone comes to me. There's a young man that just came to me, did 26 years in prison. And I met him um, a little bit over a month ago. And first phone call, he says, look, I want you to mentor me. Now, I know that that after this much time in prison, there's a lot of elements. So I'll put myself out there and say, yes, I will. But here's what I trust. I trust that I'm going to make myself available, but I also trust that you're going to put the work in. Right. 
if right. one of those elements don't work, like if you're not putting the work in, then I'm not available. Right. And so it, it just kind of goes, you know, but if they continue to put the work in, then I'm going to continue to be available. And I trust that this is a process that we can work through. And right. so sometimes uh, maybe it's not just trust in people. Maybe it's trust in process. Maybe right. it's trusting the the way we do things, the way we, we go about it. But we have to make ourselves and put ourselves in a place where some people are going to need more more help. And um, last thing I'm going to say about trusting and and really engaging people, because relationships are important to me. Uh, but the reality is uh, starting to I started church years ago. The reason why I felt the need to is because there was no churches, in my opinion or my experience, area that we were in that looked at the person before they looked at the the sin. What I mean by that is a person can come in, prostitute, gay, this or that. Not saying we're, we're all for, you know, these kinds of things. We're for the people. So I'm going to see the person before I'm going to see the sin because we're all sinners. And I, I think to show love to people, that's important. We have yeah. to be able to see beyond, you know, the f- biggest flaws of the person to really see the person and then being able to engage them relationally and then share, you know, if we want them to know about why we are the way we are, we're going to have to be relational with them. And the reason why I'm the way I am is because of my relationship with Jesus, right? And so there, there comes a lot. And I'm not trying to make this, uh, you know, all about the, the spiritual needs, but there are these spiritual needs that people have Absolutely. because this world is trying to break people. And if we're looking at not falling through the cracks, we have to make ourselves um, available, not super Christians, not I, like I got all my stuff. I don't have all my stuff together, right. but I am available. Right. Right. And that's, Definitely. that's important. Definitely. I, listen, you, you said a mouthful, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I still go back to, it, it's there's still a people issue here, right? Because that, that trusting you talk about trusting people versus trusting the process, right? Versus trusting yourself. So what I hear is it's really important to know who's in your life and why they're in your life. Right, right. If you're close to somebody, why are we so close? Are we so close because we get along so well? You know, the 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 one thing that I always appreciate about TD Jakes and how he broke down. The three C's. I, I've made that a part of my life. You know, constituents, confidants, comrades, and how he broke that thing down. Did you guys ever hear that from him? Mm-hmm. Uh, because he, when you know, first he talks about the the constituents, and he talks about Peter, James, and John with Christ. Right. You know, not everybody could go as far. Not right. everybody could make it to the Mount of Transfiguration. You got to have those people that are going to go where you go, be with you in it. As you know, like wherever I am, you're with me. If I go up, you go up with me. If I go down, Down. you're down there with me. They're just with you. And you don't have to pretend with these people. Right. Right. A lot of times, you know, we're putting on airs and that's why people irritate us because we get tired of perpetrating the fraud and we got to get away from them. So that we can take the mask off. Uh-huh. A confidant allows you to remain unmasked. You don't have to put on airs for a confidant. And that's why he said you do well in life to have two or three in a lifetime. People that you don't have to pretend with. You can share no matter what it is. They got you. That's critical in life. Right. You also. And then he talked about. How the, do you. Go ahead. No, I was just going to ask a question. How do you determine which is which? Like, how do you get to a space where you're close enough with each one to know where you're going to put them? You you said it yourself. You know, I'm going to say it a different way. For me, if I'm a teacher, day one in the classroom, everybody has an A. It's up to you to keep it. That's it. I'm going to trust you first and see what you do with the information. And then I'll learn, okay, I can only go so far with this person. Then you're going to find out where to share and how to share. Some people overshare and they find out, man, I was talking too much. I gave that person too much 
and it's not their fault. I should have had more discernment about where I was pouring out, who I was pouring out to. Yeah, right. Right. And that takes time, but it also takes communication. It takes effort. And you have to have the patience to work through those types of things. You will find yourself drifting towards a particular personality in your life. You'll find people that that move with you. You'll understand who those people are if you're available, if you're open to it. You know, Cotton talked about being available. You have to be as emotionally available as you want someone else to be for you. Right. That's where that confident confident comes in. The other piece, you going to say something? No, go ahead, Pastor. Um, other people are in your life. This is what he said. He said, other people are in your life for it. A constituent, right? We see that all day long in politics. I'm with you as long as you're speaking like a Democrat. Mm -hmm. I'll do whatever's necessary for it, for this thing. And as long as I'm being served in this, I'm going to go where you go, do what you do. I'm going to have your back. But the minute I'm no longer benefiting, I'm switching teams. Right? You have to understand people's why. Why are they with you? Is it for me or is it for it, for what I'm doing, the mission that I'm on right now? You understand? Comrades, and, and then you have like comrade, comrades are like the, the, the he said, the scaffolding uh, on a building that's being erected. Right. right. They'll help you build it. Yeah. They know your plans. But yeah. as soon as the building is up, they're going about their business. Right. Mm. Right. The problem with scaffolding is they know your plans. Now they can go and build the same building you built. And become your competition. Hmm. Right? So you have to be careful. You can't give a comrade all your information. Ask any professional athlete that changed teams. <laughs> yeah. They're going to give you the goods on the team they just left. They just left, yeah. And, and I, they just, I, all they did was change uniform. They changed colors. Yeah. I mean, right? I, I, I think it's all a, um, it's all a, jumping out there and not being afraid to connect, you know, because and, and not being be afraid, afraid to, to get hurt and, right. and, and learning how to overcome, overcome that, that joint. Right. Like, and I, and I'm going to tell you this, these couple of years, this seasons, it's been rough. Like I've had moments that I'm like, I'm done. I am done, done, done with this whole connecting thing. But it's, it's like, it's like an investment. It's an investment. So there's, there's some that that produce amazing fruit, and then there's some that just be like, oh man, I thought this, I thought this was a good space, but it's not. It's all good. You got to kind of like, but you can't. You got to just like you said, count up the cost. You know the investment. You know something's gonna work, something's not. And then there are the you know <laughs> another analogy like what they say the uh, like the tree. You know you got your roots, you got your branches. Then you got your leaves. Some people are leaves. They're in for a season. They're out for a season. You know, you feed into them. They're good. You're looking like, oh, you a leaf. Dang it. <laughs> I thought you was root. I thought you was root. <laughs> my bad. You know, and you just, you got to just, and you just keep rolling. Like my thing is, and I realize, you know, life is short. You kind of got to just jump out there and hope for the best sometimes. But certain relationships, ah. don't don't ignore. Now, don't ignore your that uh, they call the intuition. I'm called the Holy Spirit. When they when he's speaking, like ah, slow down there, buddy. You just need to need to watch a little bit. You know, don't ignore it, but don't be afraid to connect. Don't be it's, afraid. When people come so, to me with issues. I the, the minute they start talking, in my mind, in my spirit, I start praying. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm praying for discernment. I'm praying right. for openness. You know. I'm praying for empathy. You know. Um, and understanding that's that's just the truth because without those components it's just a transaction yeah it's it's interesting to hear what y'all saying because we it's it's we're literally seeing the same thing the situation but choosing different routes to go about it but but like what makes me it's also my management style i i i, I seek to minimize risk that's 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 how I approach a lot of situations. Yeah. You know, what what's in your back room that could be potentially dangerous? 
what 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 in your cloud do you have that's a redundancy like i'm already looking at to see how we can like streamline stuff yeah so when i approach people the first thing that's on my mind are those who i'm obligated to therefore i okay so ad got a drinking problem for all y'all who didn't know he has a drinking problem <laughs> we go out to the bar call me, like he that. wants me to he wants me to buy all the drinks i'm his friend i got his back he had a great day uh you know so i'm going to support the first round but after that first round i've I've gone past my spending allowance now i'm going into people's christmas money <laughs> like <Bill Money. laughs> you get what i'm saying and okay. I'm, I'm i guess what i'm saying i hear what y'all are saying and i try to do it to a degree but first on my mind are those who are obligated to me all right so with that it makes me say i can't if you look at my first apartment was called the dungeon my, the house I live in now don't even got a nickname. Like it, 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 we had so many people there, it was ridiculous. But here, it, it, it's it's not like why? Cause I, you know, a guy I, I know a guy named Grits, you know, Rumpy. Like ra- random people who I only know you're fooling. They can't just sleep on my couch no more. It's not the same. I got I got different obligations. Right. So who I'm res- almost like a CEO is responsible to the stakeholders. It's, it, he makes his decision based off those stakeholders, or he'll be replaced. Mm-hmm. So so I make. Even my interactions, the things I trust people with, personal or, 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 or tangible cash, money, whatever, I, I'm, I'm conscious of that. So it makes me a little, I lead in with a little distrust in, in order to minimize risk. Yeah. I don't consider and, that and I, I think we're saying the same thing. It's just how our approach and how we go about it. Because yeah. Yeah, I think um, trusting to me minimizes risk. It allows me, to, so for example, let's use employees, like you said, if you make a bad decision off an employee from the beginning, it it can cause you problems down the end, but you have to trust them in a certain way. For me personally, the amount, the level of trust and openness and conversation that's given to somebody like that allows me to see them, their true colors sooner versus not, you know, if we're comfortable in the conversation and I'm, and I'm giving you information about myself, and the more information I give you about myself, I'm trusting you with this information. I want to see what you're going to do with it. And when other people get comfortable, they take that information and they become them tr- their true selves. Right. And right there, well, you're giving me something. I'm going to give you something. Right. You know, and then right. we seem really cool. Let me start using some cuss words really quickly. You know, and, <laughs> uh, right. and then we're on a job interview and you, you feel comfortable enough to use cuss words with me. How are you going to do it with the people you have to interact for representing the company? That's kind of yeah. you know one of the ways I look at it. Not that there's anything wrong with the way you talk. It's just is that what I need for this this position, right? Yeah. So being able to see it to me, it, it just opens up quicker. It just you know when you give your information, you you show look, I'm going to trust you with some information. You get to see what a person does with that and what they're going to do with the resources you give to them and. And how they're going to respond, and then that limits that limits how much you will invest into that situation. Hmm. Um, but I think we're we're saying the same thing though. Hundred percent. But yeah. when it comes back down to what we the conversation we're having here though, is how do we provide help to people? How do we how do we you know we don't know the situation with DJ Twitch. We don't know the situation with people who are going through crisis in life. But we definitely have to have a, a method to to support people to to understand that every every situation wasn't something that there was a mental health crisis has been going ongoing that's been ongoing. It could be right. a moment, you know. As yeah. I um, threw out there earlier, you know, you think about the stockbroker where the market just crashed and they just right. you know the market crash. I'm crashing through this window, right. and I'm gonna commit suicide. You know, whatever. Right. Um, we don't know what people are going through. We don't know what they've done. You know, what kind of mess ups has has a person done? And you think about a person arrest. They feel like their life is over. And <clears throat> there's a lot of times, you know, I used to do a uh, uh, suicide watch for people, mm-hmm. you know, when they're in prison. And and you, you just there's a lot of different moments that, that break people. And we have to be able to understand that, like, it, it can be a moment. And so if someone reaches out to us and they're having a moment, right. um, you know, sometimes we have to find ourselves a little bit more available to people and sure. we have to trust that, that what they're telling us in this moment is something that we have to be willing to, to listen to, to share through 
and not just think like, oh, you know, you're just going to waste my time and I got to go. You know, um, there are there are times where we have to just understand that. But we also have to be discerning. Is this a hat? This is is this constant with this person? Is there any different times than the last time? And so I think, you know, in order to help not fall through the cracks, we um, we have to realize we're capable of cracking ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Absolutely. Um, Gerardo says, he said, most, uh, most people show or tell you who they are, but we overlook and ignore it. Then we act surprised when they do to us who they are when it's, it was in front of us all, the whole time. Yeah. Um, granted, the good snakes be snaking. Uh, right, home. right. <laughs> but, but again, that's why you have to be prayed up, man. You know, yeah. uh, I, I've, I've learned that when you're prayed up and you walk into a room, God will point out the snakes in the room. And, and we can't blame a snake for being a snake. We have to fault ourselves for not discerning the behavior. Right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, Sometimes, you know, but, but when you're self-serving, engaged in the relationship in the front end, you miss a lot. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and let's be honest. We have enough experience in life to start knowing what snakes look like. Right. Don't act like snakes just sneak up on you. Yeah. You know, and I'm not going to I'm not downing this person or anything, but, you know, the movie Hostella got a groove back. Right. All right. The you know, she finds herself in this relationship with this guy later to find out that this guy is gay. But did you ever look at the pictures of that guy? Oh, my man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the real life guy. No, the real life again, guy. It has oh, no, yeah. This is this doesn't have to do with gay or anything or, or no, any perspective. No, but I, All I I'm saying is right. you could see that before. You didn't see that? I mean, yeah. like you didn't know up front. We, we've had enough experience with people in life to see right. certain things and, and to know what they look like at times. I believe I'm strong enough to change it. Right. <laughs> that part. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Superhero complex. Maybe. Um, well, maybe. Yeah. You know, um, we, we yeah, have to be, be um, mindful. Definitely the, the help and being there for others. And like, and like you said, that could be a recurring issue, but then some people can, you know, start thriving and then they have a, you know, a slump. It's like, I need you again. I need, I need to get talked out of this. You know, I'm just in this roller coaster right now. I'm trying to, you know, get stable. Hey, good morning, Cheryl. Um, Listen, I I tell people, this is what I learned, like raising children. I'm a father of five children, uh, all of whom are over 18 now. And I've learned that, not everything is a phase, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Your child can have an issue and you categorize it as a phase mm-hmm. and don't deal with it. You're not available for it because you look at it, oh, they just being a child and you miss it. And then 15 years later, you've lost your child because you labeled something. We do that with each other mm-hmm. in a lot of cases. You know, and, and that will cause people to bottle up and shut down. Right. Right. Just breezing past their their statement, their emotion. I'm hurting in this area. Right. You know, uh, one case when you look when you examine anorexia. In girls. Parents think it's a phase. Right. Someone right. ends up committing suicide because yeah. you find out later it, it wasn't a phase. Right. This, this middle school problem wasn't a phase. This was a trauma that has caused somebody to have some issues. Right. And, and you count it up as being an adolescent. Uh, and so you punish them for their behavior, but never deal with the underlying issue. Right. And, and so as adults, when we talk about and, and if you don't if you don't learn to, to go deeper and, and see things and, and hear things that are deeper, uh, you lose relationships and you lose yourself. Right. And that's real talk, man. Uh, yeah. That's why I love, and I'm going to go back to something that you said, Cotton. That's why I va- the best ability is availability. Yeah. You can make yourself available yeah. and make someone's issue real. Right. Validate their issue and then work to, to fix it. To, you know, I may, not, I, don't, I may not have the answer, but I'm here. Right. I may not be able to fix it, but at least I'm somebody you can talk to. Right. And together, collectively, we'll figure this thing out. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. All right, gentlemen uh, and ladies and folks watching, we appreciate you guys for being here. Um, another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. Um, sharing is caring. Um, talking about building your circle 
um, being able to reach out, getting past the uh, the trust um, or the no, the lack of thereof, <laughs> and trying to build great relationships. Um, and I appreciate you guys for again being here. Thank you for always supporting. Thank you for sharing. Um, and we're gonna get ready to get out of here. Um, we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Um, I was trying to find Reese's comment. <laughs> that he, he brought about uh twitch that i don't think he took his own life <laughs> i can't believe that uh and some some questions in the story but i but the the whole the relevant part of this conversation was just reaching out getting the help that you need um having having those around you so that you can reach out when you have a crack or a break or something happens and you just need a voice of reason just to kind of you know kind of talk you off the ledge in the sense if things are going not the right direction and talking off the ledge doesn't mean necessarily just killing yourself but just walking out on your family or just doing something crazy you know we have we've had friends that we've had they they have those tempers <laughs> that can land them in jail for life you know we're just like you need to chill out you know you can't get mad because you don't know how to stop you know so it's those moments that we need to be aware of and be there be as a listening in like chill out just calm down where you at i'm in the bar all right you need to get out <laughs> go to your car because you're gonna start something with somebody. Um, so just be there as a as a as a guidepost, as a listening post. And was what did you say, Pastor? The best availability or the best uh, the best ability is availability. Availability, indeed, indeed. All right. So again, nine eight eight. If you or someone you love is having a mental health crisis, if you can't reach anybody, dial nine eight eight. Yes, it is a real number. It does work. Um, and someone will be on the line to to kind of talk to you and, and get you through and, and call for the, the proper authorities or help that you may need in that moment. All right. So tomorrow, look forward to seeing you. Same time, same channel. Uh, what's tomorrow? Friday. Jeez. Already. I don't know about nobody else, but this week is going like super fast. All right. So <laughs> know that we love you. Jesus loves you more. Stay safe. Make good choices. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What's the comments? <laughs>